Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Subject to Change is here. And today we have a reoccurring guest, the guest we know you love. Mac McGlung is here, everybody. What's going on, Mac? What's up, y'all? Thank you guys for having me again. Of course, bro, of course. We're going to talk a little bit about college basketball getting started, the NBA draft class that is that is going to take stage virtually um, in the next few days. I don't even know when the draft is, but it's coming up, which uh, Mac was going to be a part of, so he's going to have some insight there. Uh, and, of course, we're going to talk about the Bachelorette, um, which a lot of people think Mac uh, might be trying out for at some point you know, in his lifetime. Uh, we'll get into all of that and more. Um, but first, let's talk about your life, Mac. What have you been up to, bro? Yeah, I think we've probably been on close to the same schedule, man. Just grinding, trying to figure a way uh, with this COVID and, you know, being safe. But we're kind of in our own little bubble down here. So just, just basketball and school pretty much. Yeah. What's, uh, what's that been like, COVID? I mean, you're down in Texas, and uh, I don't think anybody is, is you know, I mean, Joe Rogan completely moved to Texas. He just left California because they wouldn't let anybody do anything. And then you go down to Texas, and it's just like, you know, they're still living in the Wild West. So is it is it completely wide open down there, or is a lot of things shut down? There's a lot of things open right now, but um, I think I think people down here really kind of want to get out and stuff. But um, as far as us, the basketball team, we're kind of on lockdown, so I'm not really getting to experience any of that. But um, yeah, no, I understand those those places are definitely on lockdown, but um, people here are kind of out and about. Huh. That's good. What do you think if I told you you were, and to be honest, at this point, you know, Mac McGlung 2046 or whenever you're eligible to run for president isn't a, isn't a bad idea. If you were president, what would you like, like to see? Are you going to let fans in if you're college basketball? You know, I know it's a sticky situation, but what do you think? As a, as a player, man, I, I really hope I don't have to play in an empty arena. I already know that we're going to have 20% in, at least to start the, the season. But what do you want to see? Like, what do you think about all this? That's a tough question, you know, because it's – I don't know if there's a right answer because, right. um, you know, no, everyone's not. Health, We've seen that. Yeah. There's not. <laughs> everyone's health is very important. You know, yeah. I think as bad as I want there to be fans and, you know, as bad as I want a packed out crowd and to see, you know, Lubbock, you know, I've heard their great environment. I think that, you know, we need to find a way to figure this out and, and come to a safe um, conclusion and then go from there. Yeah. What about you? Tell me, tell me your opinion. You're going to make me, all right, let me see if I can get some, some people riled up in the comment section. Uh -oh. um, you know, I, I think the way I look at it is college campuses right now, you know, I'm not a doctor by any means, but you're not looking at a college campus and saying these are like the most affected people by the virus. Um, coming from somebody who's had it at a young age, because I did a couple months ago, um, you know, you, you want to make sure everybody's safe and I don't want to bring it home to my grandparents and I don't want to do anything like that. But when it comes to college campuses, I think, you know, I'd like to see it being treated a little bit differently than other high risk areas. I don't think you can just blanket the entire world or country just in one single rule because so many people are obviously through you know studies and uh, research affected differently by the disease but I don't want to go any further into that all I want to see is at least by March Madness with hopefully the vaccine given out to the people who need it first um, and need it the most I hope that kind of just gets rolling and everything slowly tilts back to normal that's all I want to see um, and I don't think that's a wrong answer, but I'm sure some Karen in the comments is going to 
figure out a way to twist my words. But I don't know. I'd just like to see sports kind of come back to, to normal. People need sports. You've seen that. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard, man. It's, yeah. it's a grind, you know, just going through all this. But at the end of the day, I think college kids, you know, they're going to be college kids, you know, as much as it yeah. needs to be um, a safe environment. These guys, I mean, at all schools are going to be, you know, hanging out with each other. It's just what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. You guys think I'll be able to come to games? Like, can I get like a press pass or something? Or Well, that's not even COVID related. I've already told my media uh, group to never let you in the Coliseum. Never? No, no. Not. Maybe in Lubbock. Mac might have your back on that. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so how's Lubbock treating you, though, Mac? Because, like, I don't know. I saw something on the internet the other day, like, <laughs> a commercial or something, and you, like, are a free throw guy now. What What was that? And how'd you get Dickie be in it? And hold on. Before you get into it, Mac, whose idea was it? Whose idea was it? Oh, shout out to our film crew and, and Wes. Um, he, uh, you know, they're, they're doing a great job. And he just came up with this idea, you know, how everybody just, you know, kind of puts me with being a dunker and, you know, being like a real electrifying player or whatever. And he's like, yo, let's just act like you're a fundamental guy and make a little commercial. And I, I really enjoyed doing it. Um, I'm not the greatest actor, but I had a great time uh, uh, filming it. And, no, I really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Oh, Mac, I think you did good, especially like the, the like real relaxed, like talking to the camera, breaking the fourth wall. I thought you did really good. I don't know what Tom thinks. You know, Wait, for the people who, don't, who didn't see it yet, can you, can you break it down like what, what, what it was and what happened in it? Yeah, so first I kind of just started out doing a free throw, and it was like uh, we had all my teammates like acting like I just did some crazy dunk, but it was just like a free throw because, you know, I, that's what I do. is What I'm known for is dunking, and he was acting like kind of switching, switching roles. And then I would do like a bounce pass or something. My coach would be like, oh, you guys are going to love how fundamentally sound this guy is and just stuff like that. You know, I just kind of talked about how um, – you know, all the late nights working on my free throw kind of caused my Instagram success. <laughs> That's hilarious. Was was Beard completely on board? It looked like he was. He wanted he to be was. A Yeah, I was surprised. He was he was all in though. You saw you saw him in the video. He did a great job. Dude, that's funny. That's funny. Is is that how he is? Is Chris Beard like uh like cause when you watch him on TV, just like you watch hugs, I mean they're two extremely intense coaches. They want to win. Um, you can see it on their face. They both probably sweat a lot. They're running up and down the sideline. But is he more of like just kind of laid back, relaxed, and has fun when it comes to things like that? Um, most time I've seen him, like he never stops. Like that's one thing I've I've noticed about him and kind of loved about him is like his grind is twenty four seven. Man, he's always serious. That's that's the first time I've seen him like make a joke almost. But really, he, <laughs> uh, he um like there's never an off off time with him. Like he's He's, he's all about winning, you know what I mean? That's, that's, why, that's why I like being here for sure. That's dope. My, the only other question with that video, how do you get Dick Vitale in it? And is that awesome? Did you get to actually talk to him or he was just in the video? No, nah, he's the man. He's, uh, Wes reached out to him, my film guy, and, um, you know, somehow got – it was a surprise to me. They surprised me by having him in it. So that was super cool. I guess they have some connection with him. But, um, no, that, that was legendary for sure. Yeah, it's sick. Um, you're obviously down at Texas Tech now. You transferred from Georgetown. Uh, what's been like the biggest difference? Obviously, like the COVID stuff, like has been like there's really hard. It's hard to tell. But what's been the biggest difference going from Georgetown to basically across the country to now be in Texas um, and play for a whole new school, whole new team? Right. Um, you know, Georgetown was a lot closer to home, but 
uh, Lubbock's more like home, you know what I mean? So like, it's more uh, Southern and, and I'm from a Southern uh, town. So I almost feel like I- uh, Time out. Why, have we talked about this? Is Virginia really Southern? Like, do y'all say- Gate Virginia is Southern for sure. What, All right, never, okay. City, Jordan? No, no, because you never invite me home. Like, I'm just trying to come home, see mom pops and chill out. But yeah, yeah. I'm just always curious because like, I know Virginia is like this, like part of the South, but it's really not that far South. Like y'all get snow, you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. I'm saying we're, it's just like people are Southern. People are riding around on tractors and stuff like that. It's, it's like a Southern town. You know what I mean? Has I'm, anybody I'm, ever rode a, a horse to your school, your high school ever? Yeah. My, my senior year, someone did. I'm, I'm from, it's near Tennessee. It's right on the Tennessee borderline. Okay. Okay. I'll leave you. Yeah, Jordan, you're not that far apart. Like is West Virginia the South? No, but that's what I mean. I don't really know because we're not that far south. Like, it's cold here right now. And when I think south, I, but Max, right. Like, if they call you, like, sweetie at restaurants or honey, what can yeah, I yeah. you? Y'all come back yeah. now. You hear all that stuff. Okay. Okay. I'll leave it alone. But I we got were, I, we, I, were, we were really lucky. We got to go to both your hometowns, like, your senior year of high school. Mac, you definitely had a southern vibe. Jordan, I don't really know what your vibe was, but it was pretty similar. I want to get into those shows later, but you, you were telling us what the biggest difference is. Uh, so go ahead. Sorry. The biggest, the biggest difference between the two, uh, like oh, going yeah. to going to oh. Texas now. Yeah, I was just like I was saying. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot warmer down here, and you know, I feel like I can I connect with the people a lot better down here, and and the kind of the culture. So it's just it's been a great move for me so far. Jordan, do you guys get transfers at your school? Like, have you gotten guys to transfer in? And, and is it like, like as a, as a player who's getting a new player, like a transfer in, like what's that like? Cause, or have you not? Oh, no, we're, we're a big time Juco school. So we get a lot of junior college guys. Um, Hugs has had so much success with them. Uh, just considering that, you know, they might've had, you know, some early career adversity guys who are generally, you know, gritty chip on the shoulder, all those, you know, whatever you want to call them like cliches about juco guys um they just do really well with hugs so like right now <clears throat> my roommate sean mcneil um is a juco guy transferred in and you know sometimes it's more difficult than than other times for these juco guards especially because if they come in with two years left uh they only have a short amount of time to get adjusted to hugs and everybody takes at least a year if not two to fully adjust to him and his play style and what he wants because it's so much different. Uh, but yeah, having transfers come in is, is uh, it's good because it gives like, you know, Max got a whole different perspective on the game coming from the big East. And that's what I wanted to know, Mac is how much different is big East basketball than big 12. I know we haven't played, but in terms of practice and the culture you guys have, I mean, Texas tech culture wise is, is a team that, you know, seems to always get talked about for whatever reason. Go ahead and, and kind of elaborate on that. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things I noticed was the culture for sure. It was the biggest shock, you know, how close these guys are and how, you know, we have retreats together. We get to know each other. Like, everybody's with each other all the time. And obviously, you know, I haven't played any games yet, but um, the, the whole offense, the whole defense, both is different. You know what I mean? That's just with coaches and teams. It's always – it's going to be like that. But um, so far, you know, I'm – Big East had a lot of great players in it as well. So um, props to the, props to that conference. And I'm sure Big 12, you know, as, as we look, don't we have like seven teams in the top 15 or something like that, crazy like that? So it's a – Yeah, yep. It has – I think it's the best league in the country, no doubt. 
Yeah, but Mac, your team's ranked higher than Jordan's, right? I think Hold so. Hold on now. This is where we're going to get – go ahead. Yeah, they are. I was just wondering. I, I haven't looked at the rankings recently. Mac, do you know what you, you guys are in the AP? I think we were 14. Okay. So we're 15 in the AP. Oh, um, man. Well, but, but conference standings, it's weird. I've never seen it like this. Like my two years in the Big 12, normally they like the AP in our conference because it's so good is always just like right in order. And they have – what do they have? Baylor one. They have Kansas two. I think, uh, they have Can no. I think they have Kansas two, us three, Texas Tech four, and I think I think Texas might be five. Shout out to Spencer if he's not sleeping. Right, well, I'm going to be curious what happens now because I don't know if Mac was cleared when that first poll came out. You know what I mean? Because you got your, wa your waiver cleared recently, right? How recent was that? Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, so, hey, maybe – you can blame Mac, basically, is what I'm saying. Hey, him getting clears and have them jump. What What is that uh, – is that, like, super, like, like the, the, does somebody call you from the waiver office? Like, how does that – like, or does Beard text you, like, hey, Mac, you're cleared, good to go, or, or what is it? How how'd they break the news to you? Yeah, um, it, it was uh, – coach, coach first, Coach Beard just kind of told me, and, you know, so many people work so hard on getting this waiver, and, you know, I'm so appreciative. But yeah, it was it was tough for a while, man. Like I was I was keeping my head down and working hard as I could, you know what I mean, and focus on each day, getting better each day, and certain things I can improve on. But in the back of your mind, like, dang, am I gonna be able to play this year or what? You know what I mean? So that's that's something that was very stressful. But um, shout out to you know Texas Tech compliance and everyone who who helped uh, get that waiver. Yeah, that's tough. Like I I don't know what the what the solution is, right? Because it's like you get cleared, then there's like other guys that don't, and they're I'm, I know there's a rhyme and reason around it and there's and like they think it through, but it just feels really difficult to, to figure that out. What um your family, I feel like is really big in coming to your games. They're able to do that a lot in Georgetown. You're obviously going across a like to Texas. What uh what's their plan to be able to get some of your games? Are you playing enough games against the West Virginias? I know you have some different games on the East Coast as well where they they'll still be able to check you out. Right. Um, no, you know, my family, they're crazy. They're already staying for the first like two weeks of the first three games. So they already have the flights kind of all figured out and I'm sure they will be at as much game as possible for sure. That's crazy. I can't remember if we talked about this when you transferred, did they like, was it totally your choice or did you do it? Or I can't remember the whole entire story when you were going through it. Like was, did that play a factor in it? Uh, obviously not. No, <laughs> I'm at the yeah. probably one of the farthest places, but um, no, you know, you think of, you know, staying close to home and stuff like that, but this was just, I, I knew in my heart, this is where I had to be. So, uh, made the sacrifice. That's big time. They're coming down for the first two weeks. You said, yeah, they are. We have three games back to back to back. So when do you got, when do you guys start? When's your first game? The 25th. What about y'all? Uh, same thing. You're, you're not in a tournament though, right? Is it a, just a non-conference game at, uh, in Lubbock? Yep. Non-conference game at home. Who do you guys play first, and when do you play first? Um, we play Northwestern State, um, November 25th. Um, they have a great coach, and I think he has the most wins in Louisiana or something like that. So, great program, uh, you know, just to start off game uh, at home. You guys, right, so they got Northwestern State. Jordan, who are you playing your first game? Uh, we So, we were supposed to be in the Bahamas uh, playing in that tournament. They just moved it. We played Texas A&M round one. Uh, Oh, those are really similar first opponents. Uh, where's your game at? It's in South Dakota? Yeah. 
Yeah. Matt, you're playing where? At home? At home. Lubbock. Damn, Jordan. 12-12. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, dude. Representing. That's my hometown. Corpus Christi? Tam UCC, dog. Watch out. Who's playing them? Uh, Matt. Jeez, Matt, we got to change your schedule up. No, dude. We got got some good teams. We got Houston. We got LSU. No, they Uh, have a good schedule. St. John's. We got we got some good teams. Are you playing St. John's in the garden? Oh. I don't think so, no. I think it's it's at our place. We went up there and got beat by them last year. Sad. sad you do lose to St. John's. That was a weird game. It's super weird. It was really weird. For I'm both of you guys, when do you when you look at the schedule, obviously, like it's a lot of big twelve stuff. You guys have your rivals. Like who's like the number one opponent that the team like that's that's the team. Jordan, I'll start with you because I feel like who is it? No, no, no. I want to give Mac this first one because he's new to the conference. So, like, coming he's into the name. Big 12, who, who are you most excited to play? I, I, I have a guess, um, but who are you most excited to play against and, and why? Um, see, you know, that's the thing. I just jumped in here. I don't know. I guess the best teams. You know, the teams at the top are the teams everyone looks um, forward to playing. Uh, you know, Kansas has such a great um, past and present. You know what I mean? They've been so successful. Yeah. So, it's always fun to play those teams that are that high of level. You know what I mean? Yeah. How like okay? So Big East basketball. You guys play. You guys play generally in like NBA arenas, right? Like they're large. Like because when you go to Marquette, you play in the Bucks Arena. Am I right? Right. So it's different. Like the, there's a different like noise and vibe to that compared to like when you. Um, I, did you play anybody from the Big Twelve last year or any like small arenas? Or is there anything like that in the Big East or no? So we played Oklahoma State um, at Oklahoma State. I love those college atmospheres, though. So I'm yeah. excited. I hope – I wish, you know, we could get more than 20%. But, um, you know, I guess that will have to do. But playing in the NBA arenas was different for sure. Um, just the spacing and the – it's a lot colder if you've played any of them. So it's just no, it's you're, really it's different. Right. I remember seeing those, even the Georgetown games, like, you guys got crowds, which is, like, such big places. I was like, damn, like, he's used to playing, like, your high school games were insane. And then you go there, and it's it's kind of dead sometimes. Like, you have to, like, hype yourself up a little bit. It's weird. Here, right. here, here's a good question, Mac. What's more fun, playing in a sold-out Gate City crosstown rivalry game or playing, you know, in a Big East conference game, Georgetown versus – um, I don't know. Take your pick. Is Creighton in the Big East? Creighton. Let's say Creighton's coming to Georgetown. What was more fun to you playing in high school or college? Um, it's a different type of fun. I think I've had some of my best, like, most fun would be, like, on away games, like Oklahoma State or Illinois when we played there. Like, it's just a different level of excitement when you're playing at a college arena pack. But those Gay City days will definitely be cherished for sure. Um, packing out those crowds, that was – definitely electric but it's a different level you know what I mean it's just it's more is at stake there's something more about kind of like yeah. your life kind of being on the um you know this is your future you're trying to be great or whatever so there's something about the kind of the um the risk you know what I mean playing in college it's like everything's important I don't know what I'm trying to say I'm just talking but hey that's that's why that's all good no I know what you're saying somebody told me like before I went to college like I think I was a junior in high school they said, don't wish these years away. High school is going to be the most fun you ever have. All this, blah, blah, blah. And now that I'm in college and I've played, you know, in Allen Fieldhouse, we've had close games with Kansas. We've beaten Kansas. 
at the buzzer in Morgantown. We've done all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if I've had more like fun and I don't know how to fully explain that. It's a tough question. Like you, like you said, but I don't know. There's something about playing in front of your hometown, like with all the people you grew up with. I don't know. I miss that a little bit, but I know what you're saying. Cause you go into, you go into Kansas and to have, you know, 14,000 or 12,000 people like just hate you instead of just like 1200 when you, you know, cross town rivalry in high school, it's a little bit more juices get flowing a little more than, uh, than I guess high school. But uh, I know what you're saying there, Tom, what do you think? Um, well, you know, being the, uh, the big college athlete I was, no, I, I think that it depends on the school. Right. And I was going to ask you, it sounds like Kansas is the craziest environment. I think those games can rival like a high school game, but I think anyone you talk to, like specifically football and basketball players, like there's just something about like the home games and the cool games in high school. You guys got way different experiences though, than a lot of the players that we specifically cover. Right. Cause a lot of the guys we have, it's like, they're at like a Montverde or an IMG where like, they don't, they actually don't get that high school experience at all. And I actually think it's like a detriment to their like future success that they don't get to go through that. Cause there's just something different about like the pressure of like having like your whole school and it feels like your whole town, like on your back. Like, I think it makes you a better player as you get to those other levels. And then at college, I think it depends where you're at. Like the basketball schools, I want to say like at a Duke, like you're playing at Cameron indoor every week. Like, I feel like that, that might do that. What, uh, what is the best environment specifically in the big 12? Give Mac, some help here even if he doesn't end up playing in it this year with crowds yeah that's true it's going to be a little different but Kansas is the craziest Kansas isn't even big like Allen Fieldhouse is nowhere near the biggest arena I actually think our uh, Coliseum here in Morgantown might be the biggest capacity I think we have 14 and a half thousand I think you can fit in and it's a lot of it's really big but Kansas even though it's a lot smaller they're like bleachers. Every single seat is just bleachers. So that means they can fit like three people to our every two. So that adds up when you go around and they get a lot of people in there and it's just jam packed. I'll just like my freshman year playing against Kansas before tip and they're uh, playing their hype song or whatever. The floor started to like actually shake. Like I was sitting there and you could feel the floor vibrating. That was pretty cool. Like, in terms of not being able to hear yourself think, that phrase, literally, like you better have your entire playbook down when you go into Allen Fieldhouse and it's sold out. They they don't they don't mess around there. But Lubbock is is pretty wild too. I've been uh, I've been in some not great situations in Lubbock, Texas before. Uh, a lot of people screaming a lot of mean things. Guys in speedos uh, always. For some reason in Lubbock, there's just less clothes. And I don't know why you're shooting free throws and they're doing this thing behind the basket. It looks like they're giving birth to a child. And it's just, I mean, they're the, they're the wonkiest group of people I think in the big 12. I love them though. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Have you got to meet a lot of people down there in Lubbock already? Uh, yeah, I have. Let me, let me, I think this is what I was trying to say about the high school compared to the kind of the college. I think the best thing from, from my opinion would be like, Something about in college, it's like a bigger stage, you know? You know what I mean? Like, the bigger yeah. the stage, the more you kind of feel hype. So, that's the only thing I think it has above the high school of having your hometown and, and playing in front of those guys. But, yeah, I have I have met a lot of a lot of people, probably a lot less than I would have – or a lot um, less than I, I would have without the COVID. So, but still, the people here are really um, 
are really great. Um, kind of like similar to where I'm from, people are very nice and friendly and, and Southern, uh, even if Jordan doesn't think it's Southern, but. Well, uh, no, 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 Lubbock, Lubbock is Southern. Lubbock is very Southern. Have you gone to uh, any football games yet? They let you guys in? Yeah, we got to go to a couple football games. We saw the Texas football game. That was crazy. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was like a like a 14-point comeback. And then a – You guys beat Texas? No, they came back and, and beat us. But It was insane. Still, we're still throwing our horns down. Anyways, uh, there – hold on. This is something that I want to talk to you before we even get into the NBA stuff. Do you watch The Bachelorette, Mac? I watched the season with um, – the dude, what's his name? Uh, Mac, there's a lot of dudes, you know. Yeah, that was the dude who had all the girls last season. Who was it? What's his name? Oh, Tyler, Tyler Pete. or Brad or Pete. Or Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pi- Pilot Pete was last season. He was the bachelor. Yeah, I watched that one. I watched a couple, a couple, uh, um, couple shows. episodes. Couple episodes, yeah. So okay, um, we're not gonna we're not gonna dive right into your personal life here. But let's just say the hypothetical situation, you were single. Would you ever contemplate going on The Bachelorette? You and you and 20 other guys competing for one female. Yeah, never. That could never be me. You don't think why? so? Uh, why would I compete with other guys for a female? That's, that's not me. Because you're a competitor. Yeah, I am a competitor. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a girl who's – trying me out with 20 other guys like what is that oh yeah no i think dating them that's the right attitude i think i have a similar attitude i would want to win and then never talk to her again (laughs) i'm not falling in love (laughs) would you you rather be the bachelor would i rather be the bachelor yeah i mean that'd be nice you know what i mean i wouldn't (laughs) be mad about it but it's not something i think i would find my wife off of um that's the craziest thing is these people get married what do you tell your kids? And do you yeah. watch the season? Do you watch the season back? Because like I'm extremely, I don't know about you two, but I'm a jealous person and I have learned to own that and wear it on my sleeve. Okay. Look, if I watched the season back and like I did win and oh yeah, whatever. And she even like says something nice about another guy in private, yeah. we might get divorced right then and there. Right. <laughs> right. It's messed up. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I just had to ask if you watched it. I watched, bro, if you get time on Tuesdays, please watch The Bachelorette. It's just good for your health. I promise. Why I do you love it so much? Yeah, why know. do you love it so much, Jordan? I'm completely obsessed up, with it. I'm completely obsessed with it. And to matter of fact, other people are too. Because going around, uh, this is just a cool little heartwarming story. Last two days, gotten two compliments on the podcast, so we'll keep this rolling. If Ethan from Kroger... Uh, is listening right now. I appreciate you for listening, Ethan, my man. And then the other comments are always about the segments about The Bachelorette. Like, people just love getting into it. I don't know. And we talk about basketball all day, and it's just like, yeah, basketball's cool. But, like, 20 guys competing for one girl, and, like, you know what I mean? That's just funny. I don't know. Sounds like, get- like your, little, your little brand you got going on, the, the simp brand, or what is your, what is your T-shirt brand? <laughs> simp gang. Simp talk gang. about it. NBA draft coming up. When is it, Tom? I know you got the date. Wednesday. Cold days out. Okay. So we've been talking about this draft class for the past few weeks. Who do you think is like a dark horse in this draft class, especially considering you were going to be a part of it? Yeah. Um, 
I would think Ramsey from Texas Tech. You know, I gotta, I gotta say true to bias, mother. Oh my, you would have said that. So, okay, no, but he is. We all say that. No, he is. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Uh, he's a great player. Also, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of guys. Um, uh, who I enjoyed watching most would probably be the Obi Toppin man. Those highlights were just ridiculous. You know, this year is crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Who, who do you got, Jordan? Well, I'm biased too. I think an underrated guy is Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's going to be a big time help. I think he's going to go like top 10 too, which is going to be even crazier considering he's a Wisconsin guy. Um, and I think his basketball IQ is just so high and being, you know, our position at, at um, lead guard at six, seven with like a seven foot wingspan or whatever he's got going on. I mean, Tyrese's length just gives him so much, you know, more room to work and considering how smart he is players like that don't really come along too often but I don't know I know me and Tom have also talked a little bit about uh draftdenny.com which we're going to start here soon uh and he loves our guy Denny who is going to be on the pod soon Tom is that your dark horse no you guys just, we asked for dark horses you guys pick two guys going in the top six picks that's not what a dark horse is Okay. A dark horse is a sleeper or something. You guys went like, hey, like this guy might be the number one pick in the draft. Dark horse, though. Um, no, <laughs> my dark horse is – I got a few. Like, and I'm, I know that, Mac, you've been with Cassius, I think, in um, – at Iverson stuff. You played against him. Um, I love Cassius. I saw him recently. He looks, like, super just, like, athletic. And, I mean, we all know he's – like, he just looks like a, like a pro. Like, I don't know how to explain it. He jumps super high, obviously. I think his shot's underrated. He shot the ball better at Duke than people say. So I love Cassius. They're projecting he's going to go in the second round. I think he's going to be a steal for anyone. I love Jemias. I like all the guys that are, like, they've been there. They've done it against really good competition and that they can, like, they clearly can play against that. Um, we've talked about this before, me and Jordan. We both really like Nico, who's kind of, like, fallen out of that point guard discussion between, like, the Lamellos, the Killian Hayes, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, who we all love. But um, I think Nico has a really good chance to do well as well. So those three, I think, are kind of my guys who I feel like aren't getting talked about at all, but are all guys that were amazing. They've been amazing in the college level on really good teams, and, like, there's no reason they can't do that at the next level, I think. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mac, how much how much is the NBA talked about at Texas Tech? Because I think a lot of people get it, um, you know, confused in terms of obviously that's the next step and where everybody wants to end up. But at the end of the day, college basketball is such a big stage. And I know, you know, your head coach, Chris Beard, is solely focused on winning the national championship, just like Hugs is. But some schools I've heard, like, you know, yeah, you know, my assistant will be talking just different things. They'll say, you know, at the next level, you're going to have to do this. At the next level, you're going to, you know, want to do this or take this out. Is the NBA talked a lot um, about, you know, when you're working out or you're doing individual stuff or you're in team practice? Is that in any way a discussion, especially for a guy who's already, you know, went to the draft and then came back? Yeah, no, man. That's one thing that, that shocked me the most. It's every day and, like, almost everything we do. So, like, um, they know what I want to do. Um, they know I, you know, was in the draft and came out and, and came there to develop. And, of course, it's all about winning. But, like, everything I do is compared to, you know, how a guy in my position in the NBA would do it or – what the NBA wants to see right here. So like, that's the biggest thing about this place is the development, man. I can't wait to, you know, get back out on the, on the, on the national stage and show how much I've just developed with this program. Like, give me an example of that. If you have any, in terms of like, 
if a coach sees you do something in practice and who they compare and stuff like that, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying uh, they're comparing much. We watch a lot of film. I think the biggest thing is the film will compare my film to, you know, NBA guards and watch them and study them because it's not just like a one, one time a day film. It's like three days of segments. I mean, three times a day of segment of film and comparing it, you know, my pace, you know, how, how my pace is different than Chris Paul's, you know what I'm saying? Like just, yep. just, just every little thing and, and how you carry yourself off the court and how you eat. It's just every little detail is about making the NBA. Because that's everybody's goal, you know what I mean? Everybody on the team yeah. wants to make it to the NBA. That's pretty wild to hear. I didn't, you know, some, like I said, some schools are completely the opposite. Like, there is no NBA talk. Like, if you're going to make it to the NBA, it's going to be because our team is going deep and all that. I think this would just be a cool segment for people who are listening to hear and probably really interested. Um, and we'll cut this up. But give me, you know, I'm sure it's fairly similar to Georgetown, but it sounds like with how – disciplined you guys are at um at texas tech what is like a, a really busy day look like for you down there in lubbock give me like from start to finish when you wake up give me all the details yeah so you know you kind of pick how you want your schedule to be um so i pick my schedule to um wake up in the morning around seven eight get my lift first uh, and then I go and have my certain time I eat. You know what I mean? I'm not just eating anything. I have certain food that they, you know, have for us to eat. Um, and then I go to training room. I get um, my treatment. And then I go uh, get my shots, my workout. And then I have film. Then I come back. And then I have shots before practice and shots after practice. Um, you know, practice is a big wear on your body. So I have treatment after practice as well. And sometimes back um, back in the night, you come in and, um, you know, get some more shots. But at 10, around 10, 15 uh, is when I have my, my workout before practice. 10, 15 in the morning? Yeah. So, you know, you do all those things. And a lot of times just getting shots. But, you know, you have yeah. your, your workout. So, at, so I work out in the morning uh, lifting. And then I go treatment. And then I have my real workout basketball on court. And then I come back and, and work out before um, just shots before and after practice. Hmm. But big thing is that is just like. Is, does every player have like a similar schedule? I know you said you can pick your schedule, but like, is everyone in the gym that often? Like, is it mandatory, or are you just someone that's like, you get a lot more shots than most people? Um, you know, I think I think everyone works out. Everyone works hard, especially in this program. Um, in general, this is like the hardest. Everyone's in the gym. There's not one person out of the 14 guys that are not in the gym. But you know, when it comes to other people and other teams, I, I think everybody's working. But I think people are working differently. And and. You know, I'm just trying to work smarter and harder, you know what I mean? So I think I think recovery is really big in, in my life and, and making sure my legs are under me. So I've been really taking that serious this year. Yeah. How long are you guys on the floor for a practice? Um, it just depends. You know, we usually go around around two hours. Um, depends on how the guy's legs are feeling and stuff. Coach, coach is really, really good with that, of finding, you know, these guys are kind of, you know, uh, tired this day or, you know what I mean, we need to push it this day. So. That's kind of up to him most of the time, but probably around that area, that that time. That's good stuff. That's I got a question for you guys on the work on the lifting part, because Mac, you mentioned you start your day with it. I know that you were someone that worked out in high school. I don't know about you, Jordan, who like lifted weights. Like when you get, to, I always find this fascinating. I I find that some bass. I mean, we talk about Tyler Hero, like he never lifted, and like then he's in the NBA. But like, one, is it competitive amongst you guys, like trying to lift amounts of weight, or is it really just like, hey, we're just trying to stay in shape here. Like it's not that serious. And is there, like, a big gap? Like, even though you guys are two of the smaller players on your team in, like, strength and stuff, like, are some guys just 
so strong or like do you just not care like I, I don't know I'm just curious about the lifting situation for you guys at school go ahead Mac um so I think we have one of the best most competitive you know I think we have the best strength coach in the country that's just my opinion um with John Riley and he's one of the most competitive guys I've, I've ever met so um you know I, I still think I'm more competitive than him but he's he's really competitive uh, but no, it's, it's for sure competition. Uh, everything I do, I'm competing with somebody, even if they don't know it, but at the same time, I'm not going to try to like deadlift 400 pounds if some other guy is, you know what I mean? But right. things I know I can compete with, I know, um, you know, I'm definitely competing, whatever that may be. Yeah, we, uh, I don't know. There's a little bit of, of competition in our weight room, but it's, it's all, uh, we have a, a guy, Sean Brown, who has gone to, I want to say three NBA organizations, been the head strength coach for them. He's uh, been around the NCAA, uh, multiple different programs there, been with a bunch of Hall of Fame coaches. And his biggest thing for us is how are we feeling that day? He understands that we're on the floor for anywhere from three to three and a half every single day. So that's why he is pushing the fact that, yeah, we got to be in the weight room. We got to make sure that – you know, we're, we're ready and, and preventative in terms of injury and stuff, but he's also not going to run us into the ground. Same thing, Max saying, like, uh, there's not that big of a gap between me and, you know, some of our other, like, wings. But then when you take, like, Oscar, put him in the hip press, and you put, uh, you know, even Gabe. I mean, Gabe hip presses 800 pounds for reps. I mean, that's, like, just ridiculous. I'm, I'm like, 556, you know, and that's where I pretty much tap out. Um, so there's a big gap there, but guys generally don't run themselves in the ground in the weight room because we lift just like they do before practice. And at the end of the day, you don't, you're not going to get paid to lift the most weight. I mean, you're going to get paid to play basketball. So there's a kind of a fine, fine tuned balance right there for sure. Yeah. You guys are definitely living different lives than me. I lift two days a week and each time I try to see if I can paralyze my body for as long as possible. So maybe you guys will get to that one day. You try to what? I'm just trying to go as hard as humanly possible so that like maybe I never walk again. <laughs> is, is that your, where did you read that that's a good strategy or did you just make No, that? it's just me. It's just how I am. I just, I want it as much, like, much weight as you can throw on this back as possible. Um, Mac, are you, are you only playing point guard school or are you playing point? Or are you playing two or is it kind of both? Well, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of both. It's kind of whatever we, we want a certain offense, you know, I'm not going to get into details, but, uh, no, no, give me all the details. Yeah, no, it's great <laughs> offense. Uh, but, no, I mean, it's not something we're worried about or something, you know, I transferred for. Uh, I know a lot of people think, you know, a certain reason, but I had a valuable reason I left, and and, and it wasn't, you know, to be a certain position. But I, I definitely have the ball in my hands enough, and, and whatever coach feels like best, I'll, I'll rock with. All right, so are you guys guarding each other? Like, you play twice, like January 25th and February 9th. Like, is this going to happen? You guys got it mapped out. Right? You got it mapped out. Yeah, no, they're ready for these, Mac. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to guard each other at some point. I, To be honest, by the time we play each other, Mac could run my offense and I could run his offense. That's just how the Big 12 is. We digest so much film, and we're so fine-tuned in how, like, we know our opponents. Like, literally, I know his his three three on one side, two on the other side, where they come together in the ball. One goes rim, one goes flare, one comes back up to the top. Mac already, you know, is is all into that offense. But you play against it so much that at the end of the day, it just comes down to 
you know, all the little things. I mean, we know what we're going to do in terms of offensively and defensive schemes. But, yeah, I'm sure at some point either, you know, if I get switched off onto Mac or, I mean, if Kyler's not out there, whatever happens, uh, you know, you don't generally play a big, uh, game in the Big 12 without guarding pretty much everybody on the floor. So. All right, the X's and O's are great, but can one of you please, like, slap the floor or something? Like, I can't pay you guys, but I would if I could to get you to slap the floor. That would be amazing. You just do something ridiculous. Or Dude, a hard that'd be, foul. That'd be so funny to just really slap the floor, like, you know, and really get, like, all 13 people in the crowd just juiced. <laughs> like, on ESPN, they're, they have to, like, oh, shit, somebody pump in a bunch of crowd noise. He slapped the floor. Like, it's got to sound – I just hope we have fans in there. But, yeah, we, I'm sure right. we'll do something. So I'm really excited, clearly, for you guys to play each other. It's going to happen twice. Big 12 is going to be amazing. Uh, our producer, Spencer, is from Texas, and he's a big, big 12 fan. He's also tight with both of you. So I'm curious, Spence, who, do you, who's, who are you rooting for in the Big 12 this year? All right. Glad you invited me on. Um, <laughs> he's been so, waiting for this one. I'm waiting. <laughs> So I'm rooting for Texas. It's without question. Greg Brown's my boy. I went to Texas. They let me graduate with a degree. So I gotta, I've got to keep my allegiance there. But when you guys play, I mean, to be honest, like, I love you both. Like, it's whoever's, like, doing their thing that day. Like, I want to see one of you guys get buckets or drop dimes or be on your game. And that is who I'm rooting for. That, like, so at halftime, like, Jordan's got, like, five points and seven assists, I'm going with Jordan. Halftime, Max hit, like, a nasty dunk and, like, has, like, 15 points. I'm rooting with Matt. That's okay. how it is. Okay. Yeah. This is politically correct. Want to be both sides of the fence. Now no, – Fair weather. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to hold you to the fire now. Tell me – tell me in the, in the regular season games, we're not going to count tournament, what is the record going to be West Virginia, Texas Tech? When you guys play each other? Yeah, when we play each other. Spence, what do you think? I'm not going to let you just keep playing both sides here. Well, I mean, Matt's playing Northwestern State all the time. No, 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 no. Just between us two. We're going to oh, have okay. two games. So it can be 2-0, and 1-1, and or 0-whatever. Let me hear. I'm, yeah, I'm saying you both win at home. Well, wow. no, I know. I think it depends on the arena. But, no, I think you both win at home. I think you both get one. Um, but yeah. here's my question, yo. So Sky Clark, you guys know Sky. He tweeted this out like – last week high school basketball is 12 days away so all the bro stuff out the window if you my opponent we are not friends so when we play i'm coming at you refer back to this tweet holla at me this season like will you like jordan mac are you guys like january 25th that's when y'all play like after today are y'all just straight up not boys on on, on my end I will, I will see Mac. I'll walk out of the tunnel pregame. He'll be probably the first one on the floor for him. I'll be the first one on the floor for me. I'll smile at him, dap him up, quick hug, love you, bro. And then we're, then it's, then it's side to side. All right. Then it's square up. And now it's a heavyweight fight and you can't necessarily, you can't be friends. You're not going to see us on ESPN, like, you know, tickling each other on the free throw line. We're going to be competing. At least that's what I think. Mac. Yeah. Look, he's um, already serious. Max already got his goddamn game face serious yeah. face on. I know he's what Max it. is going to say, and he's lying. He's had it this whole time. Go ahead, Max. I, I live for this shit, man. I don't know. I, this is, you know, when it is, it's my life. You know what I'm saying? So I, I take everything seriously. You know, I have friends and stuff, but when it comes to the game, 
you know, I'm not even like, it's not even crossed my mind, you know, like, Oh, Jordan's my boy. Like, yeah, Jordan's my boy. Like, that's just, it, that's what it is. But you know, when it comes to game, I don't really correlate those two things. You know what I'm saying? But like even Oscar on, on Jordan's team, he lived with me for like two months, Oscar to And like, that's my guy, guy, you know what I mean? Just like you. So it's just, it's, you know, a competitors flip that switch. So. 100% agree. Spence, great reading of the tweet, by the way, as well. That was amazing. That was um, two points on that. Sky scored 44 in the first half yesterday, which is sick. Um, and number two. 44 in the first half? Yeah, there was no cameras allowed, but he did. Um, Jesus. Second of all, Spencer lied. He lied so hard. I don't care what he says to your face, Jordan. He's rooting for Mac. I'm positive. That's fine. That's okay. That's okay. It's a it's a Texas thing. That's all right. Well, no, no I said I'm rooting. I'm I'm said I'm rooting for whoever's having the better first half. Mac <laughs> is having the better first half. We all know this. Tom's just trying to get you where I love. It's all right. It's okay. Actually, I don't know. I feel like Mac actually usually plays better in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like you kind of chill in the first half sometimes, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember that. Um. I would be rooting for a Mac like sick dunk, obviously, so I could post it on overtime. And Jordan, if you get a couple like dimes, a couple lobs to Oscar, that would probably do me well as well. So I don't really care either, other than that. You see that they literally just want said, they, just, they just want the highlights, man. They yeah, don't care about us. They don't, they, they, really don't using they don't care about us. Tom, you literally said last week you're ride or die West Virginia. You said this like four days ago. We yeah, have the- I'm on a podcast with the kid. Of course I want West Virginia to win. And I also like got to meet the team. I got to watch hugs put everyone on the treadmill. I got the party in West Virginia. I'm just kidding. We're gonna make this All right. But- well, it's- so I'm so I'm sticking with Mac. If you're sticking with Jordan, I I gotta I'm with my guy Mac. Yeah, I'm with West Virginia 100 percent damn Let's it. Go. You, team, you team me with Tom? Fuck. All right, here we go. Let's uh let's Hopefully you know, hook him, baby. Hook him. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Second to what? Never mind, Mac. Just kidding. Guns up, baby, or whatever you. Oh, it's just one. It's one. Okay. okay. Wait, this is actually a great point here. We root for for Texas because Greg Brown had our most viral play of the year last year. He dunked on someone. Mm-hmm. Spence, who's up? Who had the better viral play? Greg Brown's post there. Mac between the legs. You were there. Didn't film it, but still. Oh, uh, he's got no sound on. Oh, shit. My bad, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, Max, dude. I mean, I was there. Like, nobody thought Mac was going to go between the legs that night. I mean, maybe Mac thought he was. That was – was that the first game or the second game I was there, Mac? The first I think that was the second game. The oh, second one, yeah. You didn't play it on the first one or something? No, no, it was the second one because the first one you went off, though. You did not put it between your legs, but you – wait, no, it was the first one. It, it, it was the first one. It was the first one, I think, yeah. Because like, we cared more about the second one. But he did everything in the first one or something. I don't know. No, the second one, I he went off in both, I think. But, uh, but yeah, just being there, that was just insane. I mean, that was the first East Bay you caught in a game, right? Yep, first one. And, like, to the fact that was the one time we, like, the whole OT squad went, pulled up to West – or pulled up to Virginia to watch him play Ooh. against City. And just that was wild. Um, but Mac, that, would you right, ever pull that out in a college game? I wouldn't put it past me, you know, if I had the chance and my legs were underneath me. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. I'll try it. If it was the right time, yeah, I'll try it. But the thing with college, you know, defense, man, you be playing defense, your legs get tired, bro. So 
Yeah, yeah. If so, it's, it's the right time, I'm feeling it. I'll try it for sure. That's why I never dunk anymore. It's just because I play so much defense. I just they get tired, and I'm just like, ah, eh. you know. Wait, I asked Jordan this the other day, and he laughed at me. I asked him if like if if he had bounce right now, like if is he his freshest right now, and he laughed at me. Are you are you like at your peak bounce preseason, or like when does that hit for you, Mac? For me, yeah, yeah. Like, are so, you are you gas in the preseason right now? Like just with like train quote-unquote training camp kind of stuff right now or do you feel good like my legs never feel good before the season like I'm always tired yeah my legs never felt good uh, a couple years ago but this year like I've really watched my body the load management's been great and I'm I've, I've lost like I think 10 or 11 pounds since Georgetown so I think I like if I did a vert test I think it'd be the highest right now that uh, it's ever wow. been yo so this is my question my last thing about that that East Bay in high school is that like I think you got a steal before before or it was just a fast break you have like two and a half seconds to decide what you're gonna do where did you know like the next fast break you had you were just gonna go for it or was it just in the moment you're like oh it. I mean excuse me but yeah <laughs> so like uh <laughs> we um so I just had a dunk right before I went like this or something like that and dunked it and then I threw it behind back past to Zach and it got even like more wound up. And I was like, I have to do something that's going to top it all. So I like, I caught and I was like, I got to try to do something crazy. So I just did it and I kind of slipped. So I was like, man, I'm about to get rim stuff. Then it went in. I was like, Oh my goodness. So that was, <laughs> that was one of the most like, you know, adrenaline rushes I've ever had in my life. I didn't know what to do. So I just raised my arms like this and with the shrug. Tom, I think you will know who I'm talking about and we'll play the clip for the viewers that are watching, but like, there's one kid in the reaction to that video that just goes crazy in the stands. You know who I'm talking about, Tom? Yeah, you had a bunch of wild people there. Like, know Gate City is not messing around. Those oh. those kids, were those like your boys, your classmates, or were they just like diehard fans? They were all my classmates mostly, yeah. So we had a great uh, a great following with, with our students and stuff. They'd always come out. That's wild. Hey, Mac, before we let you go – Let's so let's uh, do a would you rather. Uh, Tom stayed up. He stayed up all night. He's super excited. All right, we got Mac McClung and Jordan McCabe here. I'm overtime. Tom Taylor playing. Would you rather? Giving them some wild questions. You guys are both gonna get the chance to pick. All right, we're gonna keep going back and forth. So first one. All right, would you rather eat pizza every day for the rest of your life or never eat pizza again, Jordan? I just said Max going first. Mac, you go first. I'd never eat pizza again. I couldn't do it every day. Man, I'm trending towards dad bod. Give me the pizza. I'm going to eat it every day. I'll find I different ways to do it. I could do, All right. it. I could do it. Get dunked on or get crossed up? Which one would you rather? Um, Jordan, you start us off now. Okay. Um, I would rather I'd rather get dunked on because they're gonna be like, dude, the kid's five ten. Like, you know, that's supposed to happen. I've been. Max just said he has his highest vert ever, and you might guard him this season. So. Hey, if Max on a fast break, I might try him. No, no, I'm not even lying. Just you know, for the culture, I might just jump with them. Be like, here you go. You know what I mean? No, just kidding. I would just rather be dunked on than crossed. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's just how bad is both of them. You know, I guess, but I'd the worst. The worst, uh, definitely dunked on because I'm like, if you get if you get crossed up, you're like going to be on the floor. You know what I mean? That's just you can't do anything from there, right? Yeah, and, yeah. So I'd say dunked. On. Everybody gets dunked on. 
Wait, but like Goran Dragic dunked on D Rose back scratcher and just like they both collide and Dragic just ends up on the that's a good one. But yeah, I don't I'm gonna stay with get dunked on. I don't know. All right. Would you rather have to wear the same fit for the rest of your life every day or never get a haircut again? Mm. Jordan, you go first or am I going first? You go first, Mac. I'd probably wear the same fit. I wear the same fit a lot anyway. I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but I wear a lot of the same clothes. I, I definitely need my haircuts. Okay, so Mac doesn't do laundry, um, but <laughs> I would – I would. Uh, sheesh. No, yeah. No, I would just never get a haircut. I th- I've always wanted to have a flow anyways, um, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, my mom never let me. So I was thinking maybe this would be like an ultimatum where – yeah, I could just let everything go. Can I shave my pseudo beard here or no? Nah, it all goes. Everything. Cool. I'm good with you, it. You never touch a razor again. No, I'm shocked yeah. by that, Jordan. I feel like you're obsessed with your hair cuts. Like, not a bad way. But, yeah, you've got, like, seven since I'm – in the last two weeks. Um, all right. Would you rather – I know doesn't matter if you have a girlfriend or not right now. We don't need anyone to know. If you did, would you rather your girlfriend be able to go through your phone at any time or – Pick any ex, go hang out with an ex, your worst ex for two weeks. Oh, uh, my girlfriend can go through my phone. I'm a loyal man. I know what I want and, you know, I'm, I'm secure with it. It's beautiful. Um, I, <laughs> Jordan's got a harder so, time here. So is this like the worst ex like possible? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it like, like you're on an island? You're just yeah. at this. Oh. Yeah, 100% let him go through the phone because A, whatever, and B, I just, the ex, I'm already having nightmares and I should probably take melatonin tonight just to make sure I get through the night. Goodness gracious, who is this ex? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, okay? All right, would you rather be the best shooter in the country or the best passer in the country? Mm. Go ahead, Mac. Uh, best passer. Yeah. <laughs> Mac, you definitely want to be the best shooter. Don't, don't start with uh, me. I want to be the best shooter. Be the best. <laughs> What's Tyler's tattoo say? No work, no check. Oh, I thought it was like, get buckets, get paid. No, jeez. And a barbed wire like around it? No, it is no work. But anyways, I would rather be the best passer in the country, something that I've always kind of wanted to take pride in anyways. I'll give you guys a softball. Win, NC, win the NCAA title or be named Naismith Player of the Year? NCAA title, no doubt. NCAA title. I don't know. It'd be pretty cool to be Player of the Year, though. Ha! <laughs> 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 oh, hold on. Right. Hold on. Who was the Naismith Player of the Year last year? I bet you can't even name him. Is it not Obi? Was it? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it was Obi. Is, is there even an award show for this? I had no idea. I have no, no clue. I'd rather win a I'd rather win a championship with my guys. That that people remember for sure. Facts. I have to alter this question because you guys already have a lot of followers. This one's for you, Jordan. Would you rather have 10 million followers on TikTok or one million on IG? I don't care, Tom. I I, I don't know. Mac, you answer it. I don't know, dude. I think who cares how many <laughs> followers you have? You know what I mean? I'm ready to throw my phone in the river anyway. So I just, I really just am done with it. You know, Tom, what would you, Tom, what would you rather have? This is a question for you, Tom. Um, hold on. He's running analytics in his head. 
10 million on TikTok or 1 million on IG. Probably 1 million on IG, but I could, uh, yeah, probably 1 million on IG, but it's close. It's close. It's very close. All right, never play ball again Mm. or lose one of your fingers. I'm losing one of my fingers for sure, man. I'll chop five fingers off. I'll chop, take my left hand. Take a hand. Take a hand. (laughs) You can't take, you can't take hoops away. All right, let me see. I got, I got two more for you guys, all right? Eat a bag of bugs every morning mm. or sleep with snakes every night. <laughs> Mac, you got it. That's tough. I think I would just do the bag in the morning. I could, I could kind of, you know, be less stressed throughout the day. I already got my, my deed <laughs> done. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> you're, going, you're going through a whole day of workouts and practice, and it's not even the worst thing you have to do. Like, you have to go get in bed with a snake. Right. Uh, that's a really good, that's a really like well thought out, quickly thought out uh, way of thinking. 100% eat the bag of bugs. Snakes, scariest thing in the world. If they just decided to not be even, it, it, it just get them away, extinct, gone. Stay on, stay on the gross path here. Never shower again or never brush your teeth again. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Go I ahead, man. I think you have to brush your teeth. <laughs> I think that you can use, you know, you can still wash yourself. You can use dry shampoo, stuff like that. But brushing your teeth, that's just no, that's not acceptable. You know what I mean? 100%. Got, got to brush your teeth. Got to brush your teeth. Or, no, because that veneers don't get rid of bad breath. Yeah, you got to brush your teeth. Here's the thing, right? Like you could eat foods to help with your breath, potentially. Like what? All right, you got me there. We'll end it on that. That was a good game of Would You Rather. With Jordan on, McCain and Matthew they're about to play each other this season. They're not really good at this game. They don't care about followers or about shooting or dunking like anyone else. So uh, great to have you guys on the White Boy Podcast. <laughs> Make sure you guys listen to the podcast. Follow on IG. Mac, you killed it, bro. Appreciate you jumping on with us. No, I appreciate you guys having me. I'm about to go to study hall. <laughs>